0: Shotty was saw with y'all. Oh, hi. Coming to say you look, you're fine. We got to cut it off. Nobody kidding, I on my line. I'm gonna keep it above with y'all. But Shotty, I'm trying to make you mind. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think up one the lotto. This low, my She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think up wonder. the lotto. Yeah, this
1: low, my She could be. Today's episode is and I begin by breaking down. The the first round and a little bit of the second round of the 2023 nfl draft we talk about teams that made moves that we liked and then we talk about teams that made moves that we didn't like and we just broke down every pick of the first round and a couple of picks of the second and then after that we debut a new segment called the charm city check-in the charm city is baltimore jeff and mikey are from the baltimore area the maryland area they're huge baltimore sports fans i am a baltimore orioles fan slash Red Sox fan. This segment, the Charm City check-in, is us just checking in on this Baltimore sports scene um, with the two biggest Baltimore sports fans that I know, my cousins Jeff and Mike. So in this, you know, pilot segment, Jeff and Mike react to the Lamar Jackson signing, and then we talk a little bit of O's. All right, we're here with Zwick, and we're going to be recapping the first round of the NFL draft and a little bit of round two because it's actively going on right now. We're recording at a uh, 7 23 PM on Friday. So we're going to be kind of live reacting to round two a little bit while we react to round one. Um, very strange draft so far. Obviously we knew that was going to be the case because this was one of the first drafts and years where no one knew what the fuck was going on. Um, I think less than 1% of books had Will Levis, or there's a less than 1% chance of Will Levis dropping out of the first round. He goes to, he just got picked up by the Tennessee Titans uh, at the second round, second pick. Um, We can start with that real quick because I just want to talk about that. I mean, we talked about this beforehand. Will Levis is essentially Ryan Tannehill. So um, (laughs) how did you feel about this pick for the Titans?
2: I think it's a great pick. I think that they have to rebuild their offense. I know Derrick Henry is obviously a very very special player but I think his time is coming to a close soon and they can't keep relying on him to win win them games as they have been so I think this is a great pick Ryan Tannehill has not performed his best these past years I know we saw him play terrible against against the Bengals in the playoffs two years ago so I think this is a good pick it's great value I mean they got one of the best quarterbacks in the draft and in the second round. So I, I love the pick personally.
1: Do the lions go Hendon hooker here. They could use a, might be, well, might be worth a little bit of a shot. I, That'd be crazy. Sam. Laporta. I don't think they will. No, they went tight end. Sa- Iowa.
2: Oh, tight end.
1: Sam Laporta. All right. Yeah, so. I mean, they
2: just, they just traded Hawkinson. So that makes yeah, sense.
1: That does make sense. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, um, Ben Solak of the Ringer was talking about how the Lions, this is going to be the last time that they draft extremely high um, for a while because they're right on the precipice of being really good. So obviously their draft picks aren't going to be great in the future, and you're behind Jared Goff right now. So it would be smart if you're, you know, say picking at um, pretty relatively high then you pick a, you know, a quarterback that's been dropping, but they obviously never did that. And let's talk about this Lions draft because what the fuck were they doing? Um, going in at 12, picking up Jameer Gibbs, who, who I think he would have been available at 18 for sure, maybe even in the second round, right? I mean, that's really early for a running back and really early for a running back that's not named Bijan Robinson. And then they go at 18 and pick Jack Campbell, who on everyone's big board was like 40th. So he is pretty safe to say he would have been available at the pick that they just uh, had. What the fuck were the lions doing?
2: I wish I could tell you, I, I'm very confused by their pick. I, I don't understand the position. Like there's so much evidence showing that teams who take a first round running back, it maybe will work for a few years. Like we saw with Ezekiel Elliott, but it just, the running back position isn't that valuable anymore. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time we saw a team win a Super Bowl who has invested high draft capital into a running back. I know we saw the Chiefs take Clyde um, a few years back, but that was at 28 or 29. The Lions have so many holes, and I just think they missed. I mean, I think John Mayer Gibbs will be a great player and will absolutely be do wonders for their offense, but... just give david montgomery 18 million dollars so i know that the swift trade rumors popped up today so i just don't understand it i think they could have got they could have got christian gonzalez a really good corner and filled other other more important holes because the running back position just it loses value every year and it's it's only getting lower so the jack campbell pick i don't love i think he i most Most big boards, right, had like a second round grade on him. So I think they could have probably gotten him at this pick in the second round and filled other holes. So I don't love the Lions draft so far, but I know everyone says, oh, like, like everyone said the Russell Wilson pick was a bad pick or all those stuff. Like everyone can say it's a bad pick on draft night and then I can pan out. But right now, I don't love it.
1: Okay. So Bryce Young goes to. Carolina, relatively expected. I know there was a weird Reddit post that pushed uh, money towards Will Levis. Obviously, that was fake and was debunked. But for a minute there, you could get some pretty good odds for Bryce Young. Eventually, he goes back to like minus 4,000. So not a surprise there. Frank Reich gets his quarterback of the future. He finally gets to have an actual quarterback to work with for the first time in a while, which is fun. Um, Let's talk about what the Texans did because trading with the Cardinals for three, they grab CJ Stroud at two, which I don't think that anyone knew that one was coming. That seemed like they were not actually going to be partners because of the, maybe because of the history with the agent. Um, for those of you that don't know, the agent of CJ Stroud is also the agent of Deshaun Watson. Um, obviously there's issues there. And then at three, they trade and they get Will Anderson Jr. Um, I've watched him play in person and, this he's something special so i mean great pick great maneuvering the problem is they give up a first round pick next year in 2024 kind of so because of that you're kind of trading like three picks for will anderson which kind of um could be a little bit of a risk it is a risk how did you feel about what the texans did
2: so the texans i it's it's weird. I love the players they got, but I hate the move to get them. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about anything because anyone can trade up and get really good players, and you're obviously gonna have to give something up. But they're still a rebuilding team and now they don't have a first round pick next year. So unless we see the Texans fuck around and win the division or go like ten and seven and maybe sneak into the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be worth it because I think they're going to need that first round pick next year too. But CJ Stroud, taking CJ Stroud, they've committed to, you know, starting this franchise over right now and not waiting a year for Caleb Williams or Drake may next year. So I like the move. I think CJ Stroud is excellent and I think they need to give him a weapon. I'm sure they will address that soon, but they just gave up a lot. Will Anderson Jr. is a freak. He he'll absolutely do wonders for that horrific run defense. But I don't like what they gave up.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, the team they traded with, the Cardinals, I think they win this trade. They get more uh, picks. Sort of like they're kind of like are reminding me of the Thunder right now. They're it seems like they're going to try and accumulate picks in order to get Caleb Williams next year. Um, I, that seems to me where the direction they're moving in you're going to get rid of Kyler, which I don't know. I, we've never talked about this. I, are you a Kyler fan? I'm not personally not. I'm out on him.
2: I like Kyler, but he, just
1: he scares really me.
2: Put it to, yeah. He hasn't really put it together. I, but I also know that the Cardinals as a whole haven't put it together. He's never had a good old line. He's never had a good defense. I mean, I couldn't tell you last time the Cardinals defense was good. It's been terrible for so long. And he has decent weapons. I mean, I know D Hop is probably on the way out now, but he had D Hop. He had. He just got Marquise Brown. He has Rondell Moore. So, I I believe in Kyler. I don't think unless Kyler is god awful this year, I don't think they'll take a quarterback next year. But it's definitely something to think about.
1: Yeah, fair. Um, real quick, Rams are on the clock. I wonder if they take Hendon Hooker here. We'll keep you updated on that. Um yeah but they also pick up a player in Paris Johnson Jr who fits perfectly because like you just mentioned the o line for Kyler has been dog shit and if you do end up moving on from Kyler Murray you still have Paris Johnson Jr as an offensive lineman to protect if it ends up being Caleb Williams or whoever it ends up being so great plug and play player who will work no matter what uh you know kind of time frame you're looking at as the Cardinals um let's go backwards a little bit Anthony Richardson of, of Florida to the Colts might be my, one of my favorite draft, just pairings of the first round. I mean, he comes in with weapons and with uh, Alec Pierce and what's his face, Michael Pittman. Right. And then a great offensive line, one of the most expensive offensive lines in football. And he seems to be, I mean, he's a risk worth taking, if all the quarterbacks are taken and he falls to you, I don't think he was a risk to go trade up and get. But the fact that he fell to the Colts, it's perfect. It's what the fans wanted. They they've been stuck with bullshit quarterbacks for a long time, so now they have someone to actually be excited about. Um, he sort of reminds me like of Lamar Jackson, who's someone. I mean, not like remind like there's a shade of that there. Obviously, like an athletic, uh, you know, kind of not not pass heavy more run heavy quarterback always it's a very uh far-sighted shade but i do think um lamar was someone that the colts were trying to get so this feels like you know lamar signs with the ravens and they feel like all right let's take richardson here if he drops Um, how did you like this pairing
2: i really like this pairing a lot i think that a really good offensive line, like you said, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield and getting Anthony Richardson, it can be a really explosive offense. I think their weapons are all right. I would like to see them add one more receiver. I know Alec Pierce is really, really talented, really young. Michael Pittman is also really good. But I think that if they added one more piece, maybe a tight end um, would really help them because you have to put weapons around your, your franchise quarterback, especially a quarterback who maybe doesn't have the best arm and likes to rely on the run. If they can get playmakers around him, then he can absolutely, the Colts could absolutely surprise a lot of people and maybe win what is a weaker division right now. So I know the, the Jaguars are, are trending upwards, but that's still overall a weaker division. So I think they could absolutely surprise some people and, and, take that division. And I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Richardson is the week one starter. Yeah.
1: agree with that. Uh, let's just kind of run through these next three picks real quick. Uh, Devon Witherspoon. I really like cornerback uh, from Illinois, uh, hard hitting trash talking cornerback. Uh, he's going to fit really well um, in Seattle. They take him at five. We're going to talk about Paris Johnson jr. From Ohio state, the tackle going to the Cardinals at six and then Tyree real Wilson, Goes the, the Texas Tech defensive end goes to the Raiders at seven. Um, yeah, pretty all right fit. I mean, nothing too spectacular about those three picks. The next one I want to talk about is Bijan Robinson to Texas. I mean, this guy was something special in college this year. i he's a, he's an awesome, awesome running back. And this Falcons core is pretty fun because now you have. Um, the tight end that they drafted, and then I, I forget everyone's names at the moment. Can you f- fill fill them in for me? I forget their name.
2: Yeah, they have really good young talent. off Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Yes. Um, Obviously Desmond Ritter last year, but that should be fun.
1: Yes, and it seems like with uh, Mariota that they were very happy to have him not throw and to instead run the ball. So you're going to see Bijan John Robinson get a lot of touches and be a day one uh, starter and really just you know, but really just be successful. I think because he's going to get a lot of touches and a lot of experience. So this is a really fun spot for him to go to. Did you like the Bijan Robinson to the Falcons? I
2: I love Bijan Robinson. He is so talented and probably the best running back prospect we've seen since Saquon, if not better. I just don't love taking a running back top ten. I okay. think it's, like, the sexy pick, but – and I know they, they have a hole. Tyler Algier was was good his rookie year, but he's nothing special, I think. I just think ha- the Falcons have a lot of other holes, but, I mean, we'll see. Arthur, Arthur Smith is a really good play caller. I know that they can get Bijan the ball in a bunch of different ways, and they can get him in space, especially – also having to worry about Kyle Pitts and Drake London and mixing in Tyler Algier. So I think I think it's 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 a very safe pick. You can't go wrong really. We know what Bijan is, we know what he can do, and we know how explosive he can be. But I think there are other holes they that are more important that they should have filled right there.
1: Yeah, fair enough for sure. Um <clears throat> next pick. How the fuck does Philly do this? I don't understand like how this always happens, but they somehow managed to get Jalen Car- uh Jalen Carter as he drops, obviously due to off the field issues. I mean, he goes to the perfect system. They already have a bunch of Georgia defense defensive linemen there that he considers really good friends and mentors. He's going to have you know a bunch of teammates with him from the 2021 Georgia national championship team there to you know coach him up make sure he's on in the right headspace man dude the eagles just get a fucking steal at number nine with Jalen carter how do you feel about this pick
2: it, it, it seems like every year it's a howie roseman masterclass. i don't know how he keeps doing it uh yep. i a month ago you could have said they get nolan smith at nine and now they got nolan smith at 30 so Their defensive line, they already led the league in sacks last year by a wide margin. Their defensive line is going to be scary with Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Hassan Reddick. I know Fletcher Cox is still there. He's old, but who else do they have? Robert Quinn as well. And I didn't even mention Jordan Davis. So they have Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter stuffing the inside. So I don't know how they, they pull it off every year. But to me, they've won the first round easily. Let's see how they do. In the later rounds, but easily my day one winner for sure.
1: Yep, mine as well. They fucking killed it. You, t- you mentioned Nolan Smith, outside linebacker from Georgia. He drops um, presumably just due to his um, size. I guess he's 238 as an outside linebacker. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just, <laughs> they just, the rich get richer on this one. Um, as a Steelers fan, that fucking drives me nuts. Uh, but yeah, so. Next, next pick Darnell Wright to from Tennessee to Chicago at ten, the offensive tackle. Fucking love this guy all year. He protected Hendo, and um, I'm a big fan of him. So good pick there, and you know get some get some much needed uh, just bolstering to that offensive line for Justin Fields because you know he gets beat up pretty often. Um, Number eleven, Peter Skaronski out of Northwestern gets taken, the offensive tackle by the Titans, presumably to protect um, what is now Will Levis and not Ryan Tannehill only. Uh, good pick there. They needed they needed offensive linemen. Always good to get more of those. Uh, we talked about the Jameer Gibbs pick already. Let's talk about this Lucas Van Ness pick. The most Packers pick at 13 ever. Um, they never draft offensive players. They only draft defensive players. And to get one from the Midwest, uh, Iowa, Iowa, Lucas Van Ness, very little playing experience um, in college. He didn't. He didn't start many games. A lot of question marks about him. I'm not extremely high on Lucas Van Ness as a prospect, and I personally think this is just a bad pick. So, what did you think about this one?
2: Yeah, I thought this was a reach. Um, yeah, there were so many good players on the board, like Nolan Smith, like Miles Murphy. If if they wanted to go pass rusher i liked will mcdonald more even
1: broderick jones would have made sense just to just with um, yeah
2: i mean you're starting i don't like i don't understand teams who don't want to surround their young quarterback with talent or with with, uh excuse me weapons we like joe burrow got jamar chase tua got jalen waddle and tyreek hill (laughs) yeah cj stroud or not cj stroud um Kyler Murray got DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown. Lamar is getting Zay Flowers, Odell. I don't understand. Jordan Jordan Love is going to be a project. I mean, I know it's his third year now, but they have – I know Van Ness is a great player, and I know he'll help that defensive line that needs help. But I, I don't see I, – I just would have liked to see them get Jordan Love a weapon especially since Alan Lazard just left. So we'll see how it goes, but I don't like it.
1: I don't like it either. I I agree. They need weapons. I mean, these guys, like, this might be a historically bad offense in this year. I mean, they really don't have anything going for them offensively. So um, tough pick there. And the fans really obviously hated that one. Um, 14, the Steelers grab Broderick Jones, Georgia for offensive tackle. Absolutely love that pick. They trade up to get him. They needed to protect Kenny. So, <clears throat> um, I'm very happy with that pick for sure. Um, I was very just that, that's what I was looking for. I wanted him and Joey Porter jr. So happy with that. If Skronsky had dropped, I would have been all right with that as well. Um, <clears throat> Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa state, the linebacker goes to the jets. Um, Kind of a weird pick by the JTS, Jets, 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 um, and then Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback out of Mississippi State, goes to Washington. Um, I don't really know. All right, pick nothing too crazy about that one. The one that I really want to talk about is the Pats trading back with the Steelers to get an extra piece of draft capital and then get Christian Gonzalez, the Oregon out of or the cornerback out of Oregon. Um, this might be one of the seals of the draft. I think, how did you feel about this trade in the pick?
2: Yeah, I think this was an excellent move by the Patriots. I, Christian Gonzalez is one of my favorite players in the class. I think he has the abilities to just shut down receivers. Um, we see him in man coverage. He has excellent ability to flip his hips and be extremely disciplined to not bite on double moves. Like we see, Emmanuel Forbes, who went right before him, that I don't really understand. Um, I had a Trayvon Diggs comparison to Emmanuel Forbes. Loves mm. to jump everything, loves to take risks, and that's going to hurt you in the league. We have there's never been better receivers in the league than there is is right now. Same with quarterbacks. So the pick is questionable. Page from the Commanders. I don't love Emmanuel Forbes at 16, but. Getting Going back and getting what I think is the best or who I think is the best corner in the draft in Christian Gonzalez is a great move. I think that the Patriots defense is already really good, and there's some really good receivers in the division. So getting a really, really premier corner to go up against them is going to help them a ton.
1: And they blocked the Jets uh, because the Steelers went and grabbed Broderick Jones, which is who I think uh, um, the Jets wanted. So good move by the Pats there. we talked about Jack Campbell, Kalijah Kansi. I mean, I watched some fuck up the ten- this Tennessee team this year um, and really put a scaring into us. I thought we were going to lose that game. We ended up winning it. Um, good pick. Good, you know, I mean, what, I don't really know what the hell's going on in Tampa Bay, to be honest. Um, the one that I want to talk about was Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. The wide receiver one in this class. Um, the first one to go off the board, and he actually starts – a run of three more wide receivers in a row. Um, JSN is fucking awesome. And I think the Seahawks had the number two uh, draft class. So, and the, behind the Eagles uh, so far in round one, what do you think?
2: Yeah, the Seahawks, it, this was honestly a surprise to me. I didn't think they would go receiver, but you cannot go wrong with Jackson Smith and Jigba. No. If you watched the Rose Bowl a few years ago, you would know. I think he had 347 yeah. yards and three touchdowns. So he he's a freak. I it, it's on. It's honestly not their biggest need. I know they have Tyler Lockett and DK Still, obviously, but it's a great pick. It's a little confusing, but you can't go wrong. Jackson Smith and Jigba will do wonders as far as. I mean, he's the third receiver. I mean, having to guard Jackson Smith and Jigba as your third receiver is tough when you've got DK and Tyler Lockett lining up against you and a really, really accurate quarterback in Geno Smith. So I think this offense could be really fun. It's really young. I know Tyler Lockett's getting up there, but DK is still younger. Kenneth Walker is really, really talented. Um, Obviously, JSN we just talked about. So I think that the Seahawks are going to surprise people next year like they did last year and be a lot better than we think they will
3: be.
1: Zay Flowers is on the board. Instead, Chargers go Quentin Johnson. Uh, Kind of a surprising move there. I didn't see that one coming. What did you think about that pick by the Chargers there?
2: Yeah, that that was a little odd to me. Quentin Johnson is a fantastic player, but... I personally like Zay Flowers a lot more, and I think the Chargers could have used him a lot more. I know Quentin Johnson is really good, but they have a taller receiver and that really 50-50 jump ball kind of guy in Mike Williams, and it obviously does not hurt to have two of those guys, but I really would have liked them to take Zay Flowers. I I think Keenan Allen has lost a step, and I don't envision him being on the team much longer. So I think filling that role with Zay Flowers could have been excellent, but a trio of Keenan Allen for now, Mike Williams, and Quentin Johnson absolutely cannot go wrong, especially when you have Justin Herbert, who has one of the strongest arms in the league. So that could be a really fun offense. I don't know what's going to happen with Austin Eckler. I I'm going to envision he doesn't go anywhere and they extend him, but if he stays around, I think this offense could be really good but it's also the chargers and they're allergic to staying healthy yeah so i don't i don't know what's gonna happen but i I like the pick i would have liked for it to be zay flowers but you can't go wrong with the premier wide receiver like that
1: yep and um yeah keenan allen had him on my fantasy team couldn't fucking stay healthy so drove me nuts um all right let's talk about zay flowers now uh so zwick's a Bengals fan i'm a steelers fan it's gonna get awkward for us in the middle of the season when we're gonna hate each other, it, just like in high school. Um, and now we have to talk about this Ravens team. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if you're familiar with our other MMA show, the Uppercut Podcast, but the two co-hosts are my cousins, and they are Ravens fans. So it's gonna be a big, tough, tough, just divisional uh, awkwardness. I'm probably gonna try and have all of us together for one episode just to bicker. But I think we have to give it as just as NFL fans straight up. This was a perfect pick by the Ravens, in my opinion. How did you feel about this one?
2: Yeah, I, I, as a Bengals fan, obviously I've been dreaming of, you know, Lamar. Yeah. Not resigning and going elsewhere and still refusing to surround him with weapons and all this and. They did it. They went out and got Odell and they went out and got a really, really good receiver in Zay Flowers, and they gave Lamar that contract that he's been wanting for so long, so I definitely th- I thought about it <laughs> yesterday and thought, hmm, should I be scared of the Ravens next year? And that sounds stupid, because of course you should be scared of the Ravens. Yeah. They have Lamar Jackson, but it it doesn't like the past few years, they haven't been able to stay healthy, and they haven't been able to make much noise. So I think they're a team to watch out for. I think literally anyone could win this division. I I would probably say Cincinnati would be favored, but I think any four team could win this division. I would probably put your Steelers... Up third, there. Kenny Pickett, 235.
1: Honestly, 235
2: pounds. Yeah. Big I, boy now. The, the Browns are... I, yeah. I, the Browns, their roster construction is terrible. So yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but I am definitely more scared of the Ravens now for sure
1: yeah for sure um all right let's go wash our mouths after that uh next one Jordan Addison um USC wide receiver goes to the Vikings at 24 I thought this was going to be Levis um I think I tweeted that I thought it was going to be Levis to my first thought was Levis to the Lions at 18 and then my second thought was Levis to the Vikings, and then after that, I also thought he, I, I yeah, actually, that after that, I didn't think he was going anywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, I mean, interesting pick, I guess. I don't, I don't have like too much of on this. What did you feel about this pick?
2: I thought it was a good pick. I I know the Vikings desperately need a corner, and basically anything on defense because we just watched them basically allowed Daniel Jones to sign a $160 million contract. Yeah. So I th- I thought this was going to be Deontay Banks. I know he went right after or Joey Porter. I know we saw him slip to the second, but this is a good pick. And the Vikings desperately needed someone across from Justin Jefferson because you, you can only throw to him so much, right? I mean, exactly. Adam Thielen just left and outside of him, I mean, he's obviously a special talent, top one receiver in the league, I would say but outside of him, it's, it's, it's thin. So I like this pick. Jordan Addison is a really good player. He reminds me of Garrett Wilson, which is a really, obviously we've seen as a really good player already. So I think this could be very beneficial for the Vikings.
1: Yeah. And as someone who is like a serial Vikings better uh, last year, I, I'm, I would be very happy if they got some fucking weapons because Justin Jefferson, if he was locked down, they were locked down. So good pick for them. Um, Deontay Banks, the cornerback out of Maryland, one of the really top-rated cornerbacks coming out. Um, good good snag there for New York to kind of stiffen up their secondary a little bit. Dalton Kincaid is the one that I want to talk, to talk about, the tight end out of Utah. This makes the Dawson Knox kind of tight end room really fun to watch, I think, with uh, Buffalo there. They're getting more options for – Josh Allen, Um, I like this pick a lot. How did you feel about this one?
2: I like it because they do need more weapons outside of Stefan Diggs and, like, Gabe Davis every once in a while, kind of. Yeah. But I think they also had bigger holes to fill. they, They could have gone offensive line here. They could have gone corner. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with adding a weapon to your offense. I know it's an offensive league now. And Dalton Kincaid is arguably a much better – not much, but a better receiving tight end than Michael Mayer is. I think Michael Mayer is better overall. But as far as receiving aspect, I think Kincaid is really special. So I I like it, but, you know, I – I just feel like there's other holes to fill, but you, I, again, you can't go wrong with adding a weapon to your offense.
1: I like this pick because they just said, fuck it. I'm going to take someone who I know is going to be good. That that's really what that was. They weren't trying to draft for fit. They're a good team already. Um, yes, they do have holes, but I like that. They just said, fuck it. Let's get someone who we think is going to be really good. Um, all right. Next pick Mozzie Smith out of Michigan. The defensive tackle goes 27 to um, the Cowboys, you know, Anton Harrison, the, Oak, uh, Oklahoma offensive tackle goes to the Jaguars and then Miles Murphy goes out of the Clemson defensive end goes to your team why don't you just kind of walk us through that pick and how you feel about it
2: yeah I I'm I'm not I don't love it I think that I would I would have really loved Michael Mayer there I thought Jameer Gibbs would be there but the Lions <laughs> just said fuck it yeah. at 12 yeah so I I like it. It, I mean, I, I, I like it. I don't love it because I would have loved to really add a tight end here, but you cannot go wrong with adding pass rush, pass rushers to your defense. I think that's one of the most important positions in football. So, and adding depth to that really helps, especially behind um, Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard and DJ reader at nose tackle. So I think it really helps. He will be a rotational player year one, I would believe. So he could really um, take a step back and learn from some veterans we have on our team. So I would have, I, I know he's a lot bigger than Nolan Smith, but I do like Nolan's Nolan Smith's technique a little more. So you can't go really wrong size or technique. So either either one of those are really good players. And I know he, Nolan Smith went two picks later, so it's okay. Yeah. I, I'm excited about it, but I guess not too excited. I just, I, I just think Michael Mayer would have been a great pick, and I know that's kind of the sexy pick because it's on offense and it's a pass catcher. But yeah, yeah.
4: that,
1: yeah, I can understand your uh, frustration because that's just, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting pick. I, I put it that way. I mean, like you said, Michael Mayer would have been a more fun pick for sure. So, um, yeah, next pick, Brian Mercy, uh goes from Clemson defensive tackle goes to uh, the Saints. I mean. All right. That's all I got to say about that is just all right. And then we talked about uh, Nolan Smith going from Philly to, uh, or sorry, going from Georgia to Philly. And now uh, finally the Chiefs go in and they grab the Kansas State defensive end, Felix uh, and Duque Uzoma. So good pick there. Um, honestly, like a super interesting draft so far because I mean, I don't think we really knew what was going on at any point. Um, And then everything started kind of falling into place. And I love the answers. Um, Any teams that stick out to you of having, let's do your two favorite drafts or sorry, three favorite draft teams and three least favorite drafts so far teams. We can, we can, so my go back and forth. So do one and I'll do one.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. So my number one favorite would be the Eagles. I think that's an easy choice. Yeah, me too. They killed it. They got two of the best, well, one of the best pass rushers and one of the best run stuffers in the class. And they already add that to an already very, very talented offense or excuse me, defensive line. So I think that they absolutely have won the first round for me so far easily.
1: Yeah. um, I really liked what the Seahawks did grabbing um, JSN and Devon Witherspoon. That was I think I, I like those picks a lot for uh, their future. Um, I think those are good. Good. What's your next uh, plus team? Actually, we can do two of each.
2: Okay, so a really good first round. I like. I liked. I really like Tyree Wilson to number seven uh, to the to Las Vegas. Yeah. I think that the Raiders desperately needed someone across from Max Crosby, and I think that this makes one of the scarier defensive lines in the AFC I know the, the Raiders defense has always been subpar but I think adding Tyree Wilson can really really um, improve that defensive line and I know they have Chandler Jones as well who is getting older but has really um, a good pass rush skill set so I think that this defense is on the come up I think they would need secondary help so badly like probably the worst secondary in the league but Tyree Wilson is a fantastic player who just always wins with his with his bull rush and his size and his speed. So I think that he's going to have to learn more pass rushing techniques when he gets to the league, but he has some of the best players in the league to help him do that in Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. So I think that this is a great pick, and I personally love it.
1: Yeah, and um, it can be first and second round, and they grabbed Michael Mayer, who you were just talking about in the second round. So their Raiders are doing good. My final winner is a bias pick, but the Steelers, and I don't, actually, I don't even think it's a bias pick. I mean, we just really actually nailed our points of emphasis and what we needed. We needed protection for Kenny Smith. Um, We got that with Project Jones. I hope they kind of get another tackle later. And then we needed, I mean, Joey Porter Jr., his dad, Joey Porter, the linebacker Steelers legend. Um, He went, Joey Porter Jr. went to Penn State. He's a great cornerback, one of the top cornerbacks in the class. We just lost um, Terrell Edmonds, so a safety. And we also lost uh, – oh, we just lost another quarterback. Um, but anyways, we needed that position to be kind of filled up a little bit, so he does that. So I really liked uh, what they've done so far. What We can just do one of each, honestly. What is your least favorite team uh, draft so far?
2: I think the Lions is an easy choice. Yeah. I think that – Aside from the Lions, because that's almost too easy, I don't love the Buccaneers pick with Cansey. I think they could have got him later. And the the Buccaneers are going to be terrible. They're, I think yeah. them and the Cardinals will be two of the worst teams in the Packers. league. And I think, yeah, I think that the Buccaneers will – I think Caleb Williams will be a Buccaneer this time next really? year. So, yeah, I think – so Canty is a good player. He he was really good at pit, but he he's smaller for sure. And I personally wouldn't want a smaller defensive tackle who can lose based off, just based off his his um his size and his frame. But aside from that, I don't love Emmanuel Forbes at 16. I think they could have got him much later, especially taking him over Gonzalez and Joey Porter, who I had above Emmanuel Forbes. He just takes too many risks, and I don't think that's going to pan out in the league. And I don't think that's sustainable in the league. I mean, we've seen Trayvon Diggs um, grab a league leading 11 interceptions in 2021, I believe. But we've also seen him get burnt by you know, subpar receivers like Paris Campbell, I think, or it was, there's some Colts game. Ashton Doolin. We saw Ashton Doolin, like who, who knows who Ashton Doolin is? (laughs) Burn Trayvon Diggs. So it's questionable to me, but adding a corner, adding a corner to a team who really needs a corner can't, can't hurt. So we'll see how it pans out though.
1: My least favorite draft so far is the Packers. And it mostly has to do also with the second pick that they just took. They just took um, with the second round pick They just went and they grabbed a tight end Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State. And the reason this pisses me off is because at 42, Lucas Van Ness was most likely going to be available, like might have been available. I would say I don't think a lot of teams were super high on him. And even if he's not, you could have gotten a good prospect at his position at this point. And instead they wait and they take tight end when they missed out on Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, um hold on, let me go back to round one real quick. And then they missed out on Dalton Kincaid. You could have had Dalton Kincaid at at and that might have been a reach for sure, but if you were gonna go tight end or offensive weapon for Jordan love, you could have also picked a receiver instead, and there was still um Jackson Smith and Jigba, Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. So if they were gonna go offensive weapon the whole time, because that's what they did round two. They should have just picked it when they did, and they could have had um, Lucas Van Ness drop to them because I don't I don't see exactly what they saw in him. And I mean, the only other defensive end that was taken off the board after Lucas Van Ness in the first round was was Felix uh, and and Udiki Uzoma. So I mean, he's still good. I actually think I like him better than um, who they took. So I mean, and then Isaiah Foskey was just taken. So I I think they could have if they had flipped draft positions this would have been a you know much more solid draft. So I guess I don't know. They 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 missed out on a big tight end or wide receiver name because they drafted at the wrong time. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I agree. It's it's questionable to me. I don't really understand it. I think that you just you have to add weapons especially to a young quarterback and taking a Like They have a solid defensive line. Rashawn Gary is really, really good. But you you have to surround Jordan Love with weapons, especially, I mean, we saw for so many years they refused to get Aaron Rodgers a receiver in the first round, and now they're doing it with Jordan Love again. So I don't know. I, I don't understand why they won't surround him with the weapon that he desperately needs because I think, the Packers have, gosh, like Amari Rodgers, Maybe I don't even think he's on the team anymore. I don't even know. Maybe Sammy Watkins, like Christian Watson. I mean, I know Christian Watson is great. Romeo Dobbs is great, but outside of that, they're they're young. They're really young, and I think adding adding someone else would have helped a lot. Agreed. Sure.
1: And I think any move that makes Aaron Rodgers look right looks right look right how do you say that makes Aaron Rodgers look right? Looks, looks right. I don't know. That's a weird, weird right. word. but if it makes him look uh, like he Rodgers. is, yeah, if it makes it look like, Hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers might've been right. Then that move that you made to make him look like that is probably a dumb fucking move because he'd been complaining about the lack of offensive talent, exactly like you said, and they go and they do the Packers thing and they draft a defensive player. And then a lackluster, not lackluster, Luke Musgraves, a good talent, but I mean, I don't know, fucked up on my, in my opinion. So uh, any other feelings on the draft so far? This is just the round one, a little bit of round two. We're going to finish up later in the week with a full draft recap, giving out our winners, losers, um, you know, most random picks, things of that nature. But for now, is there anything you have to say before we go?
2: Yeah, I would, I would say that this shows a lot as far as who I think will <laughs> – I know it's it's very early, but it shows a lot as far as who I think will make the playoffs next year. I think that if Bryce Young is as talented and as good as we think he is, then he will absolutely I think the Panthers could absolutely win the division. I really like the Lions to win the division next year, but now I'm now I'm not too confident in that. I think the Texans could surprise people. I don't think their defense is as bad as we think it is. Especially adding Will Anderson and getting Damico Ryans in the offseason, who we saw coached up a really talented defense in San Francisco. I'm hoping we can get a Derek Stingley breakout season next year from Houston, but I don't know. I think I think the Texans could surprise people. I think the the Panthers could surprise people. I think the I'm looking at it here right now. I think the Bears could surprise people for sure. I think that they're a lot, a lot better than people think they are, especially with the abundance of picks they have and the weapons they added in the offseason. So I don't know. I mean, the NFL season is so far away and so much is going to change between now and when it kicks off. But I think there's a lot of teams who could surprise surprise some people next year, and a lot of teams who could disappoint like the Cowboys and the Vikings and the Colts yeah I don't know
1: my final thought is Hendon Hooker Cedric Tillman Jalen Hyatt I hope you all get drafted I hope you all get drafted soon I fucking love you guys go Vols
4: if you walk
3: through the garden you better watch your
1: All right, I'm here with the Uppercut boys, Mikey and Jeff. They're the two uh, resident Baltimore Ravens fans in my life, which is crazy that I have to be related to two motherfuckers that are Baltimore Ravens fans when I'm a Steelers fan. It's absolute bullshit. Uh, (laughs) Jeff, I want you to know that you're hurting our grandfather's heart um, by being a Ravens well, fan. Maximus,
4: but... I want you to know that the fucking AFC North is ours for the next five Raven.
1: years. All right, so yes. So buckle for the up, North! baby. I was going to do this whole thing about how you're hurting our grandfather's heart, who's a Steelers fan, by joining the other side, and we were going to have a, a cousin moment. But that's fine. That's fine. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I brought you guys on here to just talk about the Lamar Jackson thing because I don't think you want me as a Steelers fan talking about it. So we'll start with you, Jeff, and then we'll go to Mikey. Just... Let it all out.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, where do we fucking start? This has been a fucking up and down roller coaster since, what, the beginning of last season? Yep. I mean, it's it's been a fucking rough one, not going to lie. It all fucking collected into him coming down and requesting a trade. At that point, I thought it was all over. It's all over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're fucking done. We suck again. We don't have a fucking quarterback in a Back quarterback to cow bowler lead. status. We're, yep, we're fucking done. We're toast. And then there's, there's time. Time goes by. Nothing happens. No trade. What's happening? And then there's rumblings of a deal. And then fucking Philly signs Jalen. And then. Lamar's back, baby. Five more fucking years, it's over. Not to mention we got Odell Beckham all in the midst of that. A fucking veteran. I mean, say what you want. You guys want to say he's washed? We turn up with washed fucking receivers. (laughs) What was Steve Smith when we got him? He was washed. What was Anquan Boldin when we got him? He was washed. What did they do for us? They fucking turned the fuck up. So Bolden, I don't
1: Bolden care. Killed Bolden killed us, dude. Steve Smith didn't do shit, but fucking Bolden killed Stop
4: us. it. Stop not it. Not to the Steelers. Steve Smith
1: didn't do shit to the Steelers. Bolden always fucking killed us. Um, Yeah, and not to mention you're adding Zay Flowers to that. You finally have like an elite wide receiver prospect, which, as you mentioned, you have not had in a while. You guys kind of take the pickings from the top, I guess, or the pickings that the top doesn't want. And – um. I'm excited for you guys. Not really, but I have to pretend that I am. Um, All right, Mike, go ahead and be prepared because I am going to interrupt and scream when the Steelers draft Joey Porter Jr. here in about two seconds. But what were your thoughts on this?
3: I want to talk about a few things about this. One, I'm fucking tired. I am absolutely tired already. It's only been two days of hearing how he's overpaid and the guarantees are too high and shit. So for one, let's compare it to the fucking Jalen Hurts contract. He gets five more million total on the contract, and I think like 30 more in guarantees. I answer this honestly, Max, from a, from an alternate point of view. Lamar Jackson, I'm, I'm aware he's a little injury prone at this point, but Jalen Hurts has one good season, and he's a great quarterback. Lamar Jackson's been great for like four or five years. Like, if you compare their two contracts similarly, how the fuck are they not fair? Like, I don't understand this whole narrative that they ever paid him already. I don't fucking get that, and I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it already because it's not going to end.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not going to end. Um, my thoughts on it are, I, I'm always the guy that wants to pay for the asset, so you're never going to find me complaining about contract numbers because what is cap room if you're not going to use it? In my opinion, and you say, um, say you're like, all right, well, we're we're not going to do this. We're going to go get rid of Lamar because we're not going to sign this contract, so we're going to do a sign and trade. What are, you, what are you looking to get in that sign and trade? You're most likely trying to get draft picks to go and draft a guy that you hope turns out to be Lamar. We
3: would have got nothing. We would have got the fucking – we would have yeah. got Will Especially, Levis who drinks no, mayonnaise no, in a coffee. You, exactly.
1: But you see what I'm saying. Like you're, you're pick, you're, Your whole plan, if you do trade this guy, is to get a pick to hopefully get this guy again. So if you're yes. going to have the fucking guy, my thought process is you always pay them. So I understand – I don't understand this, like it's just people get mad at shit. That's all yeah. it is. People get well, mad about everything.
4: We're we're gonna hear this until until he brings a ring. Honestly. Yeah. That that's I I felt, this is like exactly what I went through with I mean, I kind of want to say when the Lakers got Anthony Davis. Everyone said we overspent for Anthony Davis because we gave up fucking all those picks. Fucking Brandon Ingram, everyone for for Anthony Davis. And it wasn't even sure that I mean, Anthony Davis is injury prone. He fucking, it wasn't short. And then he brought us a ring. And now there's no question about it.
3: Yeah. God, Jeff.
4: I mean, that's the only way I can really bring a comparison to NBA because assets are kind of like fucking NBA. fucking Because money's so, so
3: strict in NFL. It's like so fickle with every contract. It's so weird. Yeah, and I also want to chime in, too, and say that, like, so say Jalen Hurts never makes another Super Bowl, and say Lamar even makes one and loses. Like, throughout a career, you're talking about an MVP who may win or lose a Super Bowl versus a guy who just made the Super Bowl and lost, and that's not to take anything from Jalen Hurts, but if you want to compare his contract to him, Lamar, in my opinion, five more million is completely fair and a little more guarantees. And I want to say another thing, too. I've been going to the Ravens games for fucking ever. For like four or five years now, I've been going to like three or four years. year. And I have ne- – I granted, I'm not that old, but I have never seen the stadium more excited than when that motherfucker plays and he plays good. I was there when he broke Vic's record. The game was amazing. The fucking stadium was amazing. People – it seems like people love him. He seems like a pretty good teammate. I know there was a lot of drama in the offseason – but I don't even know how much of that was from him or really just from the media. I'm I'm not really sure, to be honest. And one more thing I wanted to put out, too. This isn't, like, in, like, I feel like this is going to be just like the NBA, where in, like, four or five years, this isn't even going to be the biggest contract anymore anyway. No, it's
4: not. It's not, because every fucking four or five years, there's a new CBA, and, I mean... There's only more viewership. I don't care what anyone says. Only more eyes are on this shit. There's only more money being in this shit. So it's just going to go up every time the CBA fucking comes up.
3: Correct, and we have Burrow, who's going to he's gonna be worth a boatload by the time his extension comes up. We got Herbert, who's going to be worth a boatload, and we have Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be worth a boatload. Yeah. That's not to say Bryce Young doesn't come in and do good and might be worth a boatload. I just I think this is going to be just like the NBA where we look back. It, not that this contract's maybe going to be undervalued, but it's going to be right up to par with where everything else is anyways. Like, it might be a little high now. I don't think it's going to be high in the long run.
4: By the time this contract's over, it's going to be cheap.
3: Yeah. That's what I think too.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, any final thoughts on the on the signing as a whole? Are you glad that it's over? I would imagine you are.
4: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I mean I know what I said about Odell. I think we can turn up with him, but I mean in this league today, it's about weapons, 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 and I feel like we really need another piece. If we can possibly try to fucking trade for another piece, that'd be amazing.
1: Well, that's why Zay Flowers was such a great draft pick for you because he can be. Yeah, he is, is going to be a rookie though. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: Rashad Bateman's still pretty decent, and I, I really hope somehow we can still work out Hopkins, but it seems like their owner wants no part of letting him go at this point. Yeah, that whatever that, the Cardinals owner's name is. Yeah, what the dick. fuck
4: happened with that? I thought he was like a done deal to the what Pats. Titans yesterday.
3: Oh, I thought he was going to the Pats. Yeah, there's been a couple other teams. They keep seeing
1: them in New England. They keep yeah. I, like I saw a
4: fucking a pick Andy Hop going to Titans. I was like, what the fuck are they giving up? Fucking Derrick Henry and half their population.
1: <laughs> uh, Peter Skronsky, their new, their new. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I?
4: dude. It, I have no idea.
3: Um. Yeah, I'm beyond glad it's over with. It's nice that him and his mom got to figure it out, and it wasn't some outrageous contract. It might be the highest now, but it didn't seem too outrageous. I don't think anyone really thought it was super outrageous when the numbers yeah. came out either. So I'm glad it's over with. I'm glad it's all situated. And I'm glad we got our fucking quarterback because me and Jeff knows what it's like to have a fucking dog shit quarterback. And, oh, it dude. Is, and Max does too. Yeah, and it's fucking say,
1: terrible. <laughs> Are you guys talking about dog shit quarterbacks? Uh...
3: Yeah,
4: I'm, he had big Ben.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, later, <laughs> Big Ben, yes. But I was thinking more of Mitch Trubisky, the uh, skid mark on the Polish Polish uh, heritage there. Um, no offense to Mitch. That was really fucking mean. But he, he, uh, he was driving. Not a crazy.
4: big fan of money, bitch.
1: Jesus, dude. The amount of fucking goal line interceptions that I saw happen was ridiculous. Dude, it was <laughs> hey, bad. You know who's I, I really knew. good at football? Oh, hold on. Steelers are making their pick. Hold on. Porter, Joey Porter Jr., Jr., baby. Come on, please. The draft draft. I watched out. him
3: play last year. He was good. Yeah. Well, no, he we go. got torched the game I watched, but he is good. Hold on.
1: Let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. Joey Porter <laughs> Jr., baby. Let's go. <laughs> Won the draft. Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr. Let's fucking go. You know who his dad is, right?
3: Joey I don't know his
1: first name at all, actually, but it's. I'm assuming his name is Joey Porter, and um, I guess he's super good uh, corner, so fuck yeah.
3: All right. <laughs> I wanted to throw one more thing out there, boys. If there's a fucking lock this season, in my opinion, I saw even after the signing, the Ravens' fucking win total is eight and a half on the season. That's a fucking locky. Like, maybe I'll eat my words, but we've been right around eight. We've been right around eight with him out. Like, what the fuck? We could, you don't think we could, we're going to go 500? We go get Odell, and then we get probably the best linebacker in the league, and how the hell are we sitting at eight and a half? Yeah, that is Lock it cool. up eight lock nine it. wins for the ravens lock it the fuck up boys lock up uh steelers to the super bowl while you're at it fuck them <laughs> um,
1: yeah and joey porter jr's dad joey porter linebacker great linebacker uh i just did a little quick research but all right uh quick quick temperature check on the o's how are we feeling pretty good Amazing. right I'm it's hard great. to feel much better right I mean, now to saying, be honest I, I fucking love them i love the I, i'm i'm happy with them Boys,
3: I was at that walk-off game uh, last Sunday, and fucking, dude, they have Felix Bautista walking out to the Omar whistle, and then all the lights go out, and then they all like, yeah. go in a circle and fling on, yeah. and it might be, he might not only be the best closer in baseball, but that might be the best walk-out in baseball right now. It was so fucking cool to see live.
1: That that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, That's- that was all I would say about him. Uh, Jefferson, thoughts on it?
4: Oh, nah. Fucking O's are good. Fucking Ravens are good. Javante Davis? Oh my God. Baltimore fucking sports is good, baby.
1: Yeah, we up, dummies. Yeah, you guys are up. I fucking love Adley Rutschman, dude. I fucking love him. I hate his, I hate the color of his, uh, um, oh shit. I, this is not the time to forget the word. The color of his fucking catcher gear. Um, <laughs> it's just like all black. I don't really fuck with that. But other than yeah. that. Yeah. Fucking love watching them play. All right, yeah. Just want to check in with too. you guys on the on the uh, you know state of Baltimore sports. You know,
3: oh, we're good down here, Max. We're yeah. good at the moment. That's not you guys, the. Are, the you last. Guys hold a you guys <laughs> hold good.
1: a fucking uh, special place in my heart, dude. That's where I spent my summers, me and Jefferson. <laughs> um, all right, that's gonna do it for us here on the uh, Baltimore segment. And thank you all for listening to this episode of the Lovecast. We will be back later on covering more NFL draft covering more nba playoffs we're going through it right now there's a lot of content to be made so we're going to start making it so thank you all for listening and we'll be Shorty back very soon.
0: Oh, hi. Coming to say fine. we got to cut it off nobody kidding fuck on my line i'm gonna keep it up with you oh but shawty i'm trying, trying to, to make you mine don't make yeah. it too easy i want to try she looking too good yeah. can let it go by oh yeah, yeah. think i won the lotto yeah. this little mulatto oh, she yeah. could be a model she wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Yeah, this low mulatto. She oh, yeah. yeah. could be a model.